0: Hey, friends, welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Thank you so much for being with me again on another week of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those challenges that we face every day. Hey, I'm so glad you're with me. Don't forget to check out LanceBain.com for more resources, a place where you and I can interact, And I'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends. we got a good one today. I think this subject today is going to be really helpful for you. This topic that I want to talk about today is rooted out of years of leadership. And I am 50 years old now. And I think about when I was a leader (laughs) back in my early 20s, I thought I knew so much. I just really did thought I knew. I thought I knew so much. (laughs) And I realized that I had a lot of zeal and uh, not a lot of wisdom. And so I feel like I've learned some things over the 30 years of being a follower of Jesus and and primarily for the purpose of our podcast, being a leader and being in a leader in a church context, a not-for-profit context. So as I say multiple times on our podcast, the only real leverage you have in those kind of environments is relational equity. There's no salary, there's no vacation, there's no severance. So today I wanna talk with us about feedback and specifically a certain type of feedback. So let's jump in to today's podcast. You know this is episode 116 and I think this may be one of the most important episodes we've done together. I want to talk to you today about feedback and specifically I want to talk to you today about blind spot feedback. Blind spot feedback. Now I'm a huge advocate for feedback. I've not always been an advocate for feedback. I've been willing to receive feedback but I've not always been one who solicits feedback because it's what I said a minute ago. I feel like I knew a lot. What are you going to tell me that I don't already know? What are you going to tell me that that I haven't already thought about? So much pride, uh, so much arrogance, and I've learned just to become a great fan of feedback. Now, when I talk about blind spot feedback, here's what I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the kind of feedback that you go solicit, a feedback form, a 360 profile, some sort of questionnaire or peer review of your leadership. I'm talking about blind spot feedback is the spontaneous feedback that's unsolicited from people that you may or may not have a trusting relationship with, yet they need to give you some perspective and some feedback on our leadership for some of us it's tough enough to get feedback when i trust a person and when i go after that feedback and solicit it it's a totally different monster when someone comes to you and says hey i need to offer you some feedback what do you mean you <laughs> what do you mean you need to offer me some feedback i'm not asking you for feedback I didn't come to you looking for some sort of review of my leadership or after action review about a decision I made or something that's going on. I'm not interested in what you have to say (laughs) at all. Friends, that kind of attitude, I'm just telling you, 30 years of, of being a leader, that kind of attitude is, it suffocates growth, it suffocates team development, it doesn't foster trust, There's no team win, there's no team commitment, there's no team accountability. And so as leaders, we have to find a way to be open to blind spot feedback. By that again, I mean unsolicited feedback that you're not looking for, but someone on your team, someone in your environment is brave enough to give it to you. (laughs) Now, let's just get a couple of things clear. It's got to be respectful, and it's got to be helpful. We're not asking about critic back, criticism back, complaining back. <laughs> That's not the kind of back we're talking about. We're talking about feed back, so what you have to say to me will actually feed me. It may not taste good, and I may not want to swallow it, but I need to be open to it. And I've come up with a series of steps As I've analyzed my own life, and I've had to grow not just in receiving solicited feedback, (laughs) but I've had to grow in receiving and growing from the unsolicited feedback, what I call blind spot feedback. Now, what do I mean by blind spots? Blind spots uh, is simply not knowing what you don't know. It's simply not knowing what you don't know. You don't know that you don't know. You don't know that you don't know. You don't, you don't know that you're giving off this vibe. You don't know that you're treating these people this way. You don't know that your attitude is coming across this way. You, you don't know that you're harboring this ill feeling. You don't know that you're secretly taking something out on one of your team members or family members because it's a blind spot. We can't see it. That's the nature of blind spots. That's why they're so that's why they're so deadly. That's why they're so powerful. And it's why. We need blind spot feedback because a blind spot is not knowing what you don't know. And so we need people around us who can give us blind spot feedback. Now let me just make this a couple of other statements and then we're going to get into a series of uh, steps, attitudes, mindsets that are necessary to effectively receive, implement, and adjust because of blind spot feedback. Now, blind spot, again, it's not knowing what you don't know. You don't know that you don't know. And so we got to be willing to open to that. Here, Here's what we're not willing to do when we receive blind spot feedback. I'm not willing to surrender my dignity or worth. I'm not willing to surrender my dignity or worth. So you you can come at me with some blind spot feedback. And if it's respectful and honest, uh, you've got to be open to receive that. But I'm not going to subject my dignity or my worth to your feedback, meaning that when you're done giving me feedback, I'm not going to walk around and beat myself up. I'm not going to walk around and criticize myself. I'm not going to walk around and believe that I'm less than what God says I am. Now, what God says I am and and what I'm doing may not line up with each other. I may be out of alignment, so I need to adjust my lifestyle and my leadership to match my identity and my potential. But I'm not going to surrender my dignity or my worth, number one. Number two, got to recognize that the world is bigger than me. The essence of blind spot feedback is if I'm not open to blind spot feedback, then what I'm really saying is I have the perspective that only matters. My experience is the only one that matters. My viewpoint is the only one that matters. And that, my friends, is a disempowering position for everyone around you. So, You have to recognize that the world is bigger than you. People are experiencing your opportunities differently than you. People are perceiving the problems differently than you. People do development different than you. People experience a staff meeting different than you. And while you might be the leader, therefore you have the authority to make the final decision, the authority to spend money in a certain way, you may be the chief operator and the chief architect of culture and values and mission and vision, and that's really fantastic. (laughs) You're still not the only one who has the whole market on perspective and on experiencing a person, a meeting, a decision, uh, an argument, et cetera, et cetera. So we're not going to surrender our dignity and worth, and we're going to recognize that the world is bigger than me. Okay, we've spent nine and a half minutes now laying a foundation for how to receive blind spot feedback. Again, friends, I need to reinforce this and underscore this point. I'm not talking about how we receive feedback that we have gone after on purpose, intentional, and solicited. While some of these application points will carry over to that, that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about how do you give someone on your team, someone in your small group, someone in your ministry, someone in your church, someone in your sphere of influence, a family member, how do you give them permission? How do we carry ourselves and give them permission to give us feedback even when we're not asking for it? Okay, number one, the first step is that you have to start with humility. You have to start with humility. Now, there are books written on this subject of humility, and, and we're clearly not going to cover the spectrum of humility in this podcast. But I have to begin with humility because if we don't start there, then the other, the other steps that follow don't really work. Ah, they kind of work, but not really. They don't work as effectively as they could. The potential of the steps after this one is diminished because we're not starting with humility. Friends, if you're not starting with humility, what are you starting with? Pride? Ego? Arrogance? A lack of teachability? Selfishness? Self-protecting? I mean, what is your starting point? And the starting point I'm advocating has to be humility, where the ego is small. And humility says... While I may not like what you're telling me and I may actually disagree with what you're telling me, I'm open to what you're telling me. I'm willing to consider what you are telling me. I'm actually willing to spend the currency of time to reflect, contemplate, meditate on, and even pursue other relationships and share with them the feedback you gave me to look for consistency. That indeed, what a stranger is telling me might be true. And in that point, my friends, we have to start with humility. Now I'm, I'm going to say this multiple times in our podcast and because I think it bears repeating. It, it, if you don't start with humility, then here are some common reactions to blind spot feedback. Denial, dismissive, defensive, discouragement, despair, disillusionment, disempowerment. These are the killer D's. (laughs) These are the killer D's. That like a torpedo from a submarine, it's under the surface and you can't really see it that well. But you can feel the impact of the killer Ds. And if you don't start with humility, I think one or more of those killer Ds that I just mentioned, you're going to experience. You're going to know it. And it's how you're going to respond. It's how you're going to react. Someone comes to you with blind spot feedback, immediate dismissiveness or denial or defensiveness or discouragement, disempowerment, disillusionment, despair, whatever it may be. And so you've got to start with Humility. This is so important. Start with humility. Now you may be saying, I don't know how to start with humility. Um, well, here's what I would encourage you to do: just say, I'm not gonna react in the killer D's or anything that smells like the killer D's. <laughs> I'm not gonna react that way. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. And I'm going to listen to what they have to say, and I'm going to let them finish what they have to say. And actually, if you follow the remaining steps that I'm going to give you, and based upon the time already of our podcast, I'm not going to get through all of them today. So we'll go into next week's podcast as well. But if I will start with humility and not react uh, and and, and walk out the other steps, friends, you will go down the path. Of receiving blind spot feedback in a way that helps you, it helps your team, it adds value to others, it allows even the most intimidated blind spot feedback giver, it elevates their confidence and their courage. It helps them believe that they're a valuable member of your team because everyone has a voice and every voice matters. So, man, there are just so many wins associated with our first step being humility. Okay, so what's the second step? I'm going to start with humility, and that's a decision I made inside by heart. I'm going to start with humility. What's the second step? After I've done that, Lance, I've started with humility. Then what do I do next? All right, well... A person has come to you and they've shared with you some blind spot feedback. The second step is receive the feedback with a growth mindset. Receive the feedback with a growth mindset. Again, you can't have a growth mindset and be defensive. You can't have a growth mindset and be in denial. You can't have a growth mindset and be discouraged. You have to be willing to at least Uh, Attached to what they're saying, 1% chance that what they're saying is true. 1% chance that what they're saying is true. And you've got to act upon that. Now, one of the things I do is when I receive blind spot feedback, I make sure I have good body language. I make sure I'm making good eye contact. I don't always hide my emotions well. I'm a person who they're kind of out on my sleeve. So, you know, people may be able to tell, man, he's getting kind of upset, or he's he doesn't look very happy about what I'm telling him. But, I, but I, I work on that, and I work to manage that, and I recognize that sometimes my resting face, and what do I mean by resting face? It's just your natural face position. You're not smiling. You're not frowning. It's just your natural resting face position. For some, our resting face position can even be a bit of a scowl. It, like Just in the resting position, it can look like we're off-putting and not interested in what people are saying to us. So you really have to get really practical, really intentional about how I want to receive your feedback. I'm nodding my head. I'm looking at you in the eye. I'm leaning forward, not leaning back like I'm defensive, like you're overwhelming me, but I'm leaning forward into what you're saying. I don't have my arms folded. I haven't maybe crossed my legs. I'm I'm not wanting to give one ounce impression that I'm resisting what you're saying. I'm open to what you're saying, and I want to receive your feedback with a growth mindset. Now, once someone has told me that, and we're going to go through the other steps because some of these steps are going to happen immediately after that, but one of the things I do is when that meeting is over, I will go to my uh, closest friends, and I'll say, hey, I got this feedback, and I won't mention the name because I don't want someone to... I don't want to unintentionally gossip or slander or misrepresent them, so names are not important. But I'll say, you know, I, I got some feedback today or yesterday or last week from from one of my team members or coworkers or family members, and i got to be honest, I didn't really like it, not even sure I agreed with it, but I'm wondering if you would give me some feedback. Do you agree with what they're saying? Do you see the same thing in me? Because that kind of... Um, looking for validation, it helps me uh, seek out a source that I trust more. I don't do that for every time, and I don't think you should do that every time, but it's not a bad idea to ask others about feedback, and because what you're looking for is maybe there's a consistency here that I'm just not aware of. All right, we've started with humility. Step number one. Step two, we have received feedback with a growth mindset. Step number three, is I want to verbally respond to their feedback. So as soon as they're done sharing with me everything they have to share, I want to verbally respond to that feedback. Now, my verbal response could be, I need a second to think about what you just said. The reason I, uh, if you need a second to think about what they said, is because silence is a vacuum, and people are already a little bit uh, out on a limb by giving us the, the unsolicited blind spot feedback. So just saying, hey, I need a second to think about what, what you said. It, it doesn't allow for that awkward silence where they're going to fill that silence with interpretation or speculation. They know what you're doing. You're thinking about what you said, and I want you to think about what I said. So that's, that's really helpful. But once you've thought through it, if you need to think through it, um, then maybe what you say is you apologize. Maybe you quickly can admit, yep, what they said, you're right, I did that, I said that, I had that attitude, I had that moment. Just apologize. Maybe a, a proper verbal response to their a blind spot feedback is empathy or compassion. They, they, there's not just an apology, but there's a, a deeper level of empathy and compassion that happens. Maybe uh, a thanks is appropriate. You know, Thank you for sharing that with me. If I have a big piece of lettuce in my teeth and no one's telling me, particularly the person I'm having lunch with, and I walk out of there and for the rest of the day I'm smiling at people and they're snickering and laughing and no one tells me, that's not very helpful. So, you know, while it may be a little awkward, you say, hey, you know, hey, Lance, you got a piece of dark spinach in between your teeth. It looks kind of funny. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that because I don't want to walk around with spinach in my teeth. So, yeah, awkward. A uh, blind spot, I clearly don't know that it's there, but thank you. Thank you for being willing to do that. So sometimes thanks is an appropriate feedback and celebration. Man, I really celebrate you coming to me, being courageous, being honest with me, being open, being proactive. Thank you so much for that. Because when you start with humility, friends, you know that the feedback is really for your growth. Even if the feedback is absolutely wrong, you can still grow. You can still learn from that. So I want to stop there today in these three steps so far of how do I receive blind spot feedback. Again, I'm not looking for feedback that I've solicited. This is about how I respond to feedback that's unsolicited And more specifically, it's about my blind spots. It's about the areas that I don't know about. I don't know that I don't know, but clearly you are experiencing something from me and I want to grow from it and I want to add value and I want you to be empowered. So this is such a great topic and I really want to help you. I want to help you in your relationships, help them be healthy and empowering and powerful. And when there's conflict that you know how to work through it and not allow blind spot feedback to hijack a meaningful relationship. So start with humility, step number one. Step number two, receive the feedback with a growth mindset and you know you might ask others for consistency about what was said to you at some point. And then step number three is verbally respond to the feedback, apology, empathic statements, compassionate statements, giving thanks and celebrating others. All right, there's a number of other steps that we're going to go through. Maybe we'll get through all of them next week, but we're going to work through the path. And I really think this is a path worth taking our time on because I've seen blind spot feedback hijack relationships and hijack organizations unnecessarily. And I don't want that for you. And I definitely don't want that for me. And so let's grow more confident and let's grow more humble about how we receive blind spot feedback. Thank you for listening, everybody. I love you. Thank you for listening to episode 116 of Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives, our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges. Hey, friends, have an amazing week. I hope you got something out of these three simple points, and I'll talk to you again next week.